Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hi, everyone. This is Allison Kay. We are going to talk about healthcare today. We have a company whose objective is improving outcomes for individuals with long-term conditions by utilizing digital healthcare products. I promise you, you're going to want to hear what they're doing. They are located between London and Pune, India. So I would love to introduce you to Dr. Nyan Colland, CEO at Avgen. Now, welcome to the program. Thank you, Alison. Thank you for having me here. I'm really looking forward to it. So I know you founded the company, co-founded the company in 2015 and have had consistent growth since then. And you're in, have, if I have this correct, over 1 million app downloads. So give our listeners a little bit of insight of the delightful things you deliver to the world. Sure. So I'm a medical doctor by training and my passion always has been, you know, how do you improve outcomes for people? So how do we, how each one of us live, you know, healthier and longer lives. And the, the initially I started my career in doing drug development. So drugs w- w- was the way that I was helping improve health. And then in 2008, I switched over to digital technology because the opportunity to impact the lives of people is much broader with dig- digital and what we do at Avgen is that we actually build these life-changing digital health products. So for our listeners, if you're near a computer, I always say go take a take a look so you understand what we're talking about. The company is A-V-E-G-E-N, Avgen. So Nan, give us a, an example of one of the apps and the solutions that it provides to the patient. Sure. Um, so... The best example probably is one that we have developed for patients who are living with paranoia. And sometimes what happens with the users who have paranoia is that when they look at a situation, they sometimes interpret that there is a harm in that situation. So for example, if I see a a, a green bush, I might just look at it and say, oh, that's fine, you know, it's gonna be safe. But a user who has paranoia might say, oh, there is somebody hiding behind the bush and they might actually attack me. So the way I interpret the world is very different between a a person who does not have paranoia and a person who has paranoia. So one of the products that we have built using Health Machine, the platform that we have, is a product that over 12 sessions exposes the user to different situations and helps them recalibrate their interpretation of of the situation. And what we hope is that over those 12 weeks, their interpretation normalizes so that in the future, when they look at a situation, they interpret that situation exactly like a person like you or me would. And I'm really excited about this because we've had to get regulatory approval to do clinical trials, and we've just started recruiting patients into the clinical trials. So hopefully in a, in a year or so, we'll know if this product actually makes a difference to users who have paranoia. It sounds really compelling. And one of the things I know is that you were running your apps in 14 different countries and 
you really talk a lot about making sure that you're you're compliant and that you have an evidence-based platform. What what countries did you start with? Did you start with the UK for this for this or did you start in another country? So we actually initially started in started in India. In India? Uh, and we had yeah, we had actually developed a product for patients who are living with HIV. That was our initial product. And then what we realized is that as we build that product, we realized that some of those elements could actually be used and applied to products for other long-term conditions like paranoia, like pulmonary arterial hypertension. So over the years, what we have developed is a way to replicate this product. And, and, and what we have now done is we have a platform where it makes it much easier for us or a third party to deploy digital health products. So just so that you get a sense of what the difference is. Previously, when I used to work at a large pharmaceutical company, for us to launch a digital health product would sometimes take up to 12 months, sometimes up to 18 months. But with our product, we recently launched a product in two and a half months. So what we're doing is we're actually reducing the time to bring these products into the market so that we have more time to understand if it works, if it does not work, what needs to change? So the effort goes into building a product that benefits the user rather than taking forever to bring a product to the market. No, that's really compelling. Do I have this right? You have about 18 products that are out there in the world? We currently have around 12, around uh, 12. which is split across mental health, infectious diseases, maternal health, and cardiovascular. So those are the four major areas that we work in. Now, I understand that when you started working and, and developed this concept of the health machine platform, that that you were doing the first and, and had proprietary rights. Are, are you in a world now where it's a mix of, does Avgen have the proprietary rights to everything, or is it that people come to you with their ideas and it's, and it's a partnership? Excellent question. Uh, Right now, what happens is that when it comes to the platform, we have the proprietary rights. But when it comes, when you talk about the branding, the actual actual content that is in the product, that is generally with our partners. So think of it like you know, if 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 you have a drug which is there in a syringe, the syringe is ours, but the drug is actually the the proprietary asset of the partner. So we are trying to bring. The therapeutic expertise with the software expertise to build a product that actually benefits the benefits the end user. Fantastic. So let's talk about the back of house. Let's talk about some of how you you take care of business operations. Your co-founder is based in India. Tell us a little bit about this relationship and how the two of you got started. Sure. So Neeraj is actually based in Pune in, in India. Uh, and Neeraj is the technology brains behind behind Health Machine. He's in fact, uh, you know, lived, studied, and worked in the U.S. before he moved back and built his first company. So he's a successful, successful entrepreneur. And uh, back, I think, in 2014 or 2015 or so, he was looking to move out of his previous company, which is mainly focused on services to build products, because he's also driven by a passion to impact society and do things that benefit society and healthcare you know from that perspective is a great sector to work in because just the nature of healthcare means that you 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 improve people's lives uh, and i was obviously very interested in in healthcare and specifically in digital in healthcare so when we met 
it was the right time, the right place to come together to build a company that uses technology to improve improve patients' lives. And it's been a fantastic collaboration because my base in London allows me to work with our customers and build relationship with the customers. And his base in India helps us to have a very strong team that can focus on building and deploying, deploying, deploying the platform. It, so it's overall, I think it's been an excellent uh, relationship working across uh, two, two countries and two continents actually. So. Yeah. Well, we always say in business today, your best business partners can be absolutely anywhere. And, and that's mm-hmm. the delight. That's the, the complete delight. I have to ask, do you have any products operating in the United States in our crazy world of uh, healthcare compliance? Not yet. We have a small <laughs> one, which is currently in research, but not yet. Uh, but that's one of the one of the reasons, one of the things that we are excited about, because at some stage, maybe not this year or next year, but towards the end of next year, we do want to see if we can launch a product in the US. And we are actually speaking to a few potential collaborators uh, to see if we can actually work with somebody in the US who really understands the US healthcare ecosystem and you know, some of the some of the things that you need to do well to succeed in the US market while we can sort of bring the bring the software and technology expertise. So watch watch this space. Well, we want you to come. We want you to bring that technology and expertise, anything to get the cost of healthcare down in this in this country. And I'm particularly passionate about youth, youth with chronic illnesses. Um, I have a child mm-hmm. that has a, a long-term chronic illness and it is the healthcare costs here as we are crazy. Somebody said to me, I, a guest I just interviewed said something like healthcare represents 20% of the US economy by the time you add in all of the different facets to it. And yeah. that's crazy. I've got to believe we can spend our money in better ways if we can become more efficient in healthcare. Nobody wants to cut corners, but certainly we can become more efficient. And I, that's what I, I do appreciate about Evagen and why I wanted to speak with you today, because I I see your products and suite of products really touching people at the point of their problem, the point of their their pain. And and yep. that's what I like. Your example of the the, the paranoia that that people can transform or get answers there's an immediacy to it without having to to wait did you think when you when you did your first product and you first stepped as i said you you had this great career you've shared with us that you were a a general practitioner went into research and development then moved to digital health is is this company growing at the way that you thought was it when you stepped into digital health was it a conscious place to be like, this is this is it. This is where I, I really want to grow. Short answer is yes. I think I first started dabbling in it when I was still in drug development back in 2007, 2008. At that point of time, it, I don't think we called it digital health. We called it e-health, m-health, like various terminologies. But I, I did feel that the digital is going to become more and more mainstream and healthcare is slightly behind i think some of the other sectors so i did see um see that it's going to become part of our lives like today you know when you when you speak about banking we don't differentiate between digital banking or non-digital banking it's just banking Mm -hmm. i think that's going to happen in healthcare 
I think over the last 14 years, what I've seen is that there is, it's becoming more and more routine. Like if you're a patient or if you're a healthcare provider, you do expect to use digital, digital, te digital technology. And that, that is what gives me uh, optimism that we are much closer to where it's not digital healthcare or non-digital healthcare. It is just healthcare where digital is a tool that all of us use to either support the support the patients or the or the clinicians who actually provide provide care. And I think one of the key things has been COVID has definitely been an accelerant. Pre-COVID, I remember the day, days when we would speak to either users or to healthcare providers. And the question was more around, you know, why? Like, why do we need this? Like we are perfectly like this this model works. But COVID completely disrupted that space where you know we couldn't meet each other, so we had to rely on, on things like you know video calling, sending text messages, and now the discussion is not so much about why do we need digital products in healthcare. It's more about how do we get the best out of digital products. How do we implement it? How do we make sure that it benefits the benefits the individuals? How do we make sure it benefits the carer? And how do we make sure that it benefits the healthcare provider? So there's been a the last two years, I think there's been a, a radical shift and adoption of digital within healthcare, which is which being a company that actually manufactures these products, it's 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 probably the best time, best time in our in our history. Yeah, absolutely absolutely. Can you give us a little insight into, I always like to call them naked truths, into some of the the bumps that you've had along the way on this business journey? Yeah. Lots of them, right? I, mean, that is, I don't think that is a startup without any, without any bumps. Whoever says the opposite is clearly not saying the truth. Uh, for us, I think the the bumps was initially we actually started. We focused on the clinician end, like how do we how do we streamline the journey for the for the clinician, and and i i don't i think we we built a product but what we didn't realize is that this product has to live within a larger ecosystem and the product that we built solved a particular problem but it it did not fit in the larger ecosystem and we i, I think that was a tough few years where the, there was there was hardly any product uptake uh, we had to figure out how to how to actually even survive. Uh, and we did a lot of things like, you know, we did services, we built products for others. We, and that's what got us through through that phase. And we reached a place where we actually came pretty much uh, near death experience. But because we had, we then realized that rather than trying to focus on the clinician, if you could pivot and focus more towards what the end user or what the patients need, there is a higher likelihood of success. And that was a big aha moment of, the platform is pretty much the same, but rather than trying to orient it around clinician, what we have done is we've oriented the products more for what is it that the end user and the patients want. So that was, that was I think, a, a critical pivot for us. Uh, and then the other one was that we initially were actually, we, we, we thought we would initially just focus on one market. Mm -hmm. But then what we realized is that the, the benefits are universal. So initially, I did not think that there was a market for what we do in, in, in the UK. But then when we spoke to people here, it, it was very evident that there is a space. And that's when we decided to launch the, 
launch launch the UK UK market. So I would say those are probably the two two bumps. The first one, especially being the hard one, where you know you build something with a lot of passion. The proof of concept is the hardest passion. one, right? Proof of concept. Exactly. MVP, yeah. MVP. Uh, yeah, that that is difficult. No, thank you for sharing that. Um, well, I'm glad you didn't have. I'm glad you got away from the near death experience. That that would have been. A real sad thing because again, I, I really believe that some of what you're doing makes a difference in, in lives. To that point, how is Avagen going about its marketing today? How are you you making yourself known in the marketplace so that these other companies and, and businesses and healthcare leaders can bring their concepts to you? Excellent question. I think the healthcare sector does work a lot on trust uh, because you know these products that you build if built well can really benefit end users but if built poorly can also cause harm and as mm -hmm. clinicians i think one of the first things that we learn is do no harm so i think healthcare really works on this quotient of trust and to till now i think what we have done is that we it's generally been word of mouth, it's been referral. You know, people who have known us said, oh, you know what, Avgen does this, why don't you go to them? In fact, our first, one of our first products in UK was uh, previous previous to starting Avgen, I, I was working for a large company and we had actually developed a product for cardiac rehabilitation. And then uh, generally as, you know, companies evolve, it was decided that the company wanted to stop supporting that product, but they knew that the, the clinicians benefited from it so instead so they then approached me and said hey look you know we have this product it definitely benefits the patients and the clinicians are you willing to support it and we took that over and in fact i think it's been our longest running engagement that we have and that sort of led to the next one where the sponsors there said oh you know what we have this other 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 team which wants to deploy a product are you interested? So in fact, I think uh, in the last four or five years, I think that's where most of our uh, partners and clients have come from. We are, we are now, now so we believe that we have something wonderful going on. So what we are doing now is, you know, speaking to people like yourself, uh, being present more on social media, we just rebrand, re refreshed our website, and we are starting to do more work around digital, uh, mainly digitally to get our name out there. Because in the initial first phase, what we focused is let, let's get the platform right. Let's make sure that we actually build something that benefits the end user. And so that's where all our focus was. Now it's like we have a good thing going. Let's try and find every means possible for the rest of the world to know. That's fantastic. Do you Are you the sole financial owner? Do you have investors? How does your, your back-end financials work? So uh, it's primarily Neeraj and me. Uh, we have, we've actually never raised institutional capital. We did have friends and family who had sort of given some initial seed, but that was way back. But primarily we have bootstrapped the company to, to this current, current level of uh, maturity. And one of the reasons was going back to our interest, right? We are driven by how do we actually improve First, let's make sure that we build products that are that's actually having a positive impact on 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 individuals with long-term conditions. So we wanted to be hyper focused on it and not get pulled into what are the things that we can do to generate rapid growth, uh, because growth comes in healthcare, but 
you know, also I come from pharmaceutical companies, so we're used to spending eight to 10 years developing a drug before yeah. it actually launches in the market. So what we were initially focused on was let's get the product right, let's make sure it has an impact, and then the, the, the revenue growth will come. And we decided that we will, as much as possible, we will delay institutional funding till we are at a stage where we were very confident that the products that we build have have a positive benefit. So long story short, it's currently just Neeraj and me and a few other few other friends and family, but we're at that stage now where we're like, okay, we are ready to now accelerate the growth of the growth of the company. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, I have to ask, what do you do for enjoyment and fun? What brings you joy after all of this hard work? I mean, Avgen is a fun place to work right now. I mean, but setting aside that, I mean, we have lovely people, great team. And, but for me, I think what really, what's really important for me is also like just being physically fit. So I do spend, uh, I do end up spending a fair amount of time in the gym. Uh, I walk a lot uh, because I, I feel that when walking, you also in some way are subconsciously thinking about priorities, where do you focus? So I, that's where I get a lot of my energy from and also where I reboot, reboot, reboot myself. No, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I have a, I have a big old dog and uh -huh. yeah, you can get some brilliant ideas where you're just out on a walk and, and releasing, letting your brain release all of that clutter. Uh, so, so important. I'm not a good, I'm a very A type. I'm not a very good meditator. <laughs> But a but a but a walker, I am I am there hundred percent with you. Hey, what is the vision for the next two or three years? If we came and talked to you again, what do you hope the story is for Avgen? So the the story for Avgen, I think in the next two to three years is we want to become the largest platform when it comes to building digital healthcare products. So for me, I think the I'll I'll feel like we've done something when you know, tomorrow a clinician somewhere says, I have an idea for digital health product and the response to some the other person responds, why don't you go build it using health machine? Or why don't you talk to Avgen about building it? That's the aspiration, that's the ambition. And hopefully these products are deployed globally in the US, in, in countries like India, primarily in any any condition where a digital product could make a difference, we make it much more easier, affordable to launch these digital health products. So that's the that's the ambition. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I wish you all the luck in the world in achieving that. If people want to know more, they want to connect to you, where should they go and what should they do? In this day and age, obviously we have a website which is avgenhealth.com, and then I'm very I'm fairly active on LinkedIn. So my LinkedIn is the LinkedIn URL slash nkalnad, and we have a fairly robust uh, activity on LinkedIn. That's that's the place to find us, or please do uh, send an, send an email, and either me or somebody from the team will will get back. Well, thank you for that to our listeners. If Nayan said something that resonated with you, or you know somebody that needs to listen to a copy of this podcast, or maybe check out Health Machine, please pass it along. As always, give us a review. We like to know what you're thinking. You can write to me at connect at allisoncsummers.com. 
And hey, I haven't pitched my book recently, so I'm going to remind you, I have a wonderful book on Amazon, Building Your Brand, Make Business Happen in a Global Economy, that really gives you pillars for evaluating your business, and then has wonderful interviews with fantastic uh, founders and CEOs who are making a difference in the world. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for being our guest today. It was delightful to learn all about uh, Avgen. Thanks, Alison. I really enjoyed it. I've listened to some of your podcasts and it's, it's great listening. I would highly recommend it. Oh, well, thank you. Have a great day, everyone. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.